Hi, I'm Justin. Also, I hate the way my voice sounds, so if you can like do whatever Photoshop does to voices, make me sound awesome. And this is my lovely friend. The beauty in the eyes of the beholder. And it's just about getting into the seat of being the beholder. Haley. I don't think you have to be particularly perceptive. I just think you have to look up. This podcast is mostly just her telling me stories. If you expose yourself to the possibility that this might be really awkward, there, there could be something just really cool on the other side of it. She thinks that her life and way of looking at things are... Oh, I thought I was kind of waiting on you. I thought you were getting your stuff ready. You're waiting on me? Pretty normal. You got to edit out all the misinformation about the Amish. Maybe you can relate. I would like a chance to re-sing the Amish paradise. <laughs> if you want lighthearted stories... All right, you want to talk about goats? And stream of consciousness... I just woke up and needed some friends, and so I bought them. Then you're gonna like the Sunny Side Up podcast. Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up, Sunny Side Up. So, if you're at all like me, you may feel that you're living in a world that can be a bit overwhelming and confusing at times. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, documentaries, docudramas, stories, and of just information in general. Between all of that, and the social media and news, sometimes our brains can feel like they're on overload. Haley and I hope that this podcast can be something of an anecdote to all of that, like little jello shots of joy and distraction. None of it is too serious or really too informative. Mostly it's just two friends who have conversational chemistry talking about whatever enters the minds of relatively ADHD people. We hope you enjoy. So tell me about, uh, I thought you had an adventure in, uh, was it a water park? There has been a water park adventure. Yes. Would you like me to, to read you the the version of it that made it, to social media, yes, so I that would. it could be memorialized forever. So it could be memorialized, memorial, memorial. How do you say it? Memorialized. It is memorialized. So technically, this is like story time again. Story time with Haley. Many years ago, when our family was yet wise to the ways of the world, we heard that the local water park was having discount day. Mm. Thinking that the best fun is cheap fun, off we went to explore the watery wonders of the city of Collins, Mississippi, calling all our friends to join us when we got there. Well, four of our friends, anyway. Twenty minutes later, we arrived in Collins, and behold, so did everyone else in Covington County. Never every, saw that coming. Every single one. <laughs> yeah. When, when everyone can't afford it, everyone will afford it. Right. So uh, my husband, a natural-born agoraphobe, was immediately resistant to entering the water park and only did so at the incessant pleading of our daughter, who was about eight years old and apparently wasn't tall enough to see over the guardrail into the mass of humanity we were about to enter. <laughs> Hesitant, but not totally deterred from the splendors of the public-use inner tubes, we lined up with all 2,000 other water park attendees, literally shoulder to sweaty shoulder, until, unbeknownst to the fire marshal, we were all jammed beyond capacity into the park. Once inside the park, Can my we husband... Stop for a second on fire marshal with water park? Yeah. I don't... I, mean, I don't suspect there was a, a like a fire marshal's limit on how many people okay. could go into an open open air facility, but they're the only ones who usually monitor public capacities oh, exactly. anyway. That's so fair. So yeah. it was it was if a your stretch. Water park starts on fire. That's <laughs> a, 
I mean, you've, this I, you is get the award. one that <laughs> this is the one <laughs> where it would happen. The water's literally <laughs> yeah. fire. No, it was Sorry. a stretch. Yeah. Um, so once inside the park, my husband immediately spotted an empty chair in the far corner that he naively believed would be out of the way of the ensuing crowd, and he made a beeline to claim his refuge. He muttered something about being ready to go as soon as we were, and I bravely seized the hands of both young girls and headed to the water. I tried to force something optimistic sounding through my clenched teeth as we elbowed our way into the kiddie pool, but subconsciously began to hold my breath the same way you do in an overcrowded public restroom. Mm. The kiddie pool was, strangely, practically devoid of children, but instead overflowed its banks with large, slow-moving adults. My two-year-old daughter, a born germ freak, suddenly squealed and started flapping her arms in a panic as a rogue strand of lost hair weave wrapped around her ankles like an octopus's tentacles dragging her into the deep. Although it took only a moment to untangle the two-foot-long locks of hair from her legs, it was going to take a while to unensnare the unhygienic horror from her mind. Since we had invited friends to meet us there, it didn't seem polite to just bolt, so the girls and I decided to try out the Lazy River. The water was uncomfortably tepid from having so many people crammed into it. It was so crowded we had to stand up and shuffle at a snail's pace through the whole thing like cattle being led to slaughter until at last we reached an exit from the river and made our escape back to the kiddie pool. Suddenly and without warning, the eight-year-old daughter decided the slides looked more tempting than the crowd in the kiddie pool and she bolted for the other side of the park with the two-year-old, a.k.a. don't even think of putting me back in the water, strapped to my hip it was i was not small enough to dart between the legs of the strangers like the eight-year-old was doing and i quickly lost her to throngs of people lining up for their half second interval on the plunge of death or whatever the name of the slide actually was i began to call for her loudly and urgently but i couldn't be heard over the sounds of boom boxes cussing smokers coughs and other pleasantries arriving from the kiddie pool I scuttled as quickly as possible through the mass of people milling about, panicking and calling my daughter's name, desperate to escape from the madness of the pool and find her until all of a sudden, poop. <laughs> Real human poop. By the way, life in general, when you have an all of a sudden poop moment, I don't care. It wasn't our poop. For the like, I'm not there yet, but I just need to go ahead and well, interject. metaphorical or real, like this is just all. Whenever in in your life story, all of a sudden poop, yes. that's take note. Yes, okay. Yours or anyone Yours else's? Yours or anyone else's? Yes. Yeah. An entire contiguous unit of fecal matter wow. bobbing into the shallow boundaries of the kiddie pool like beach balls <laughs> in the potato chip bag surrounding it. An unassuming mass of biological hazard. Oh Straight God. poop. As I froze, unsure of how long I could stand in that water without dying from disgust and calculating how far I could leap with the two-year-old on my shoulders, and if I could manage Ooh. to jump over the free-floating poop, the eight-year-old ran up behind me and grabbed my hand. Mom, the slides look great. You said we could slide. You said we could slide. Come on. Oh Car. Go. <laughs> I could only bark out monosyllabic commands as I force, forcefully thrust her through the untainted side of the exit. My younger daughter clung to me like a spider monkey, eliminating any chance that her feet might get splashed by the water, and a very confused eight-year-old kept pointing and talking about the slides while I shoved her out of the pool. Miraculously, my husband looked up just in time to read my face. He had been forced out of his isolated corner seat when a crowd of large women surrounded him and started stared him down until he surrendered it to them, because the eight chairs they already had was not enough. Mm -hmm. So he caught my eye and immediately moved toward the exit, but not before catching a glimpse of the floating poo. Oh, my God. 
In addition to having a very sensitive gag reflex, he also possesses a loud dry heave. It usually involves arms flailing, and this was no exception. The loud, incessant dry heaving of my husband drew odd looks as he covered his mouth with one arm and shoved old ladies out of the way with his other, forcing his way off the premises, leaving me to find my own way out of the dangers of the septic kiddie pool with two confused kids. Oh, my God. When I finally got to the car, I apologized to the girls for leaving so suddenly and explained why we left, bribed them with other goodies when we got home. They howled with laughter when my husband began to get, continued to heave beside the car, and I explained to them why. It then occurred to me that we left without telling our friends, so I called them to apologize for our abrupt departure, only to find out that they, too, had left suddenly. One of our friends was a medical professional, and he recognized a lady in the line with a homemade bandage on um, in, in line in front of him, and it was someone he had treated for MRSA staph infection. <laughs> so he offered us antibiotics as we vowed to never attend that water park again. <laughs> and that is the story of the time our family went to the water park. I love it. Wow. That is like... That is like, for people who are a little squeamish, that is like all their worst fears confirmed it, in one horrific. We'll have to include a picture of this. Oh, yeah, it's full. Gosh. Titled, this is uh, an August 5th, 2010 post titled The Great Water Park Disaster. Wow. Putting it mildly. Putting it mildly. That's amazing. Yeah, but it was a good lesson to learn. Um, and the, the lesson being that if everyone can afford it, everyone yeah. will afford it. And that so sometimes fair. you're just money ahead <laughs> to um, to just spend a couple dollars just to thin the crowd yeah, so yeah. you can have a better experience. It's it's not a class bias. No. It's crowd control. It's, yeah. uh, it's just sheer numbers. This is, this is why economists uh, are happy when prices go up in an area. Um, they just, they're like, Hey, it's going to, you know, less people are going to be there. Or if gas goes up, people will drive less, which will be better for the environment. Back to my, my love of economists who think so differently than the rest of us. Um, so yeah, I, they're on to something because that was a theory that we developed on water park night, but we confirmed it, um, whenever, uh, buddy night at the local County fair rolled around. Mm, wait, there's more. There's more. It's a South Mississippi County Fair experience. Okay. Yeah. So if it's half-priced admission night, and that sounds like a good idea, you should pause and reconsider. Think, think carefully. Do we yep. have another? Or is this another story time with? Yeah, it can be. Yeah. So. Um, what? What? Give us like date. What? What date? October two thousand seventeen. Okay. Yes. So seven years after the water park experience. Yeah. It, sometimes it's semi. It's sort of faded. That's right. It's important to sharpen the saw. It's one of the one of the seven habits of highly effective people. But from time to time, mm. you just got to be reminded, ah. reinforced of those important life lessons. And that was what we were doing the night that we decided to hit up Buddy Night at the South Mississippi Fair. Hold on, I have something. What is what is Buddy Night at a fair? Buddy Night is basically buy one get one free. One person oh. pays for admission and the tickets to get on a ride, and their friend gets to ride Buddy, okay. for free. Yeah. So because know, like, you know, like in the south. Oh, Buddy's a name. Like Bubba. It's our dog's name. It's yes. our dog's name. Rest so in peace, Buddy. Right. Rest in peace, Buddy. So I didn't know if it was like, this is only... Oh, a tribute. <laughs> like Buddy Night or, at the Fair. Or, right, or, right, <laughs> Buddy Night Or it's only... 
whatever this night is about is only if your name is Buddy, does that really apply? Like, if you're a butt, Like, you know, ladies' night is like, oh, ladies' night, you know, all the ladies get half off. Which just oh, so me, on Buddy Night, everybody named Buddy get a discount, a I'm free think, funnel cake. Yeah, right, that's what I'm thinking. So I just had to like sort out which is which. But okay, I get it now. Buddy Night at the fair was just just discount night. Bring a friend so that one person buy one get one free. Okay, let's say you get to the counter with this person that you've only taken along because you're going to split your ticket, and you explain to the ticket vendor this person's really not your buddy. Do they still allow you in? As far as I know, they don't vet the, if the relationship. Yeah. Okay. Like you're just here to scam the system. Mm-hmm. No, I think most of these people are not actual professionals. They're the ones who responded to the Craigslist ad of, do you want to travel? Do you want to see the world? Ooh. And they were like, heck yeah, I do. And the next thing they know, they're working at the local county fair, which does indeed travel. I feel like the but, do you want to travel and do you want to see the world, that is would be reserved for... You end up in the military, you end up in the circus, or you end up as a high-end call girl. Can you give me some more examples? Help me broaden my horizon. I feel like the only examples I can think of, if I saw that ad, I wouldn't I wouldn't go for it. The I'd South be... Mississippi Fair seems like they're like exaggerating with that pitch, you yeah, think? Yeah, I just, yeah, I feel like when Should I... we email it to them and let them know that we take issue <laughs> with right. their solicitous approach? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're luring the unsuspecting. All right. So, all right. So, what's, what's the story, Miss Haley? I mean, it wasn't much of a story. It was just, I mean, that the experience in general was just kind of tough. Yeah. You know, we show up because it was going to be a little bit cheaper, hmm. but the, uh, I mean, it was elbow to elbow with all people from all walks of life, folks you don't have anything in common with besides a general enthusiasm for fair corn dogs and funnel cakes, mm. packed like sardines into the fairgrounds that under the duress of such a dense throng of humanity takes on that distinct smell of excrement and fermented trash mm, and tobacco spit because we were in South Mississippi. That's true, yeah. I saw a kid lick the entire side panel of a concession trailer while his parents just stood there and watched. I saw a dad argue with a carny and try to waive any potential wrongful death rights that might accrue so that his less than minimum required height child could go ahead and ride the scrambler all alone without an adult. The carny was venting about it as he buckled us up, me and my child, into the purple glittery death trap. I mean, have you ever been strapped into a carnival ride by someone who's actually griping about their liability exposure? No. It, it'll make you. It'll, make, ma- you it'll make you second guess, right? <laughs> right? A total stranger saw us standing beside a ride and thrust a toddler into my hands and was like, "Would you mind watching my baby real quick?" She tossed me the diaper bag as she's getting on the ride. I have never met that woman or seen her child in my entire life. It was like a two-year-old kid. Wow. And, like, baby just looked at me like, what now? And the woman was already far into the the Matterhorn. Yeah. This is like how you thin the herd in the Deep South, is you either throw your child on a ride that they're not tall enough for, or you give them away to a stranger, and you go on said ride. And if it's still there when it comes back, this reminds me of our witch drowning. Or the Mariah Carey song where you, you set it free, and if it comes back to you, it's it was meant, meant to be. To be. Yes. I love that. <laughs> just 
Hand your child to the stranger at the fair, and if she's still there when you get back, that relationship, that mother-daughter relationship was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah, it's it's like the ill-conceived, back we were talking about that the other day, the ill-conceived idea of how you test to see if a witch is really a witch. You put, like, something heavy around her and then drop her into the ocean. If she floats, she's a witch. And if she drowns, she wasn't. If she wasn't, she was just a normal, nice lady, and we all got it wrong. Like, so (laughs) sorry, Sally. Um, I think that's the thing with the kids. Like, what do we learn if the kid's not, doesn't make it off the ride or doesn't come back? It's like, oh, yeah. Anyways, moving on to the rest of your story. Yeah, that was, that was the end of it. That was the That was the note about don't, don't go to the, I mean, it was good to save money. Yes. I'm all about saving money. We just realized the hard way that you can't always be motivated by that. But in most regards... I am often like looking for like how do you have have a good time on the cheap? How do we yeah. how do we keep this thing? How do we keep the cost down? Like um, you know, shopping on Craigslist instead of just going retail. Hello lovely friends. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. And it would mean the world if you would tell other people about this podcast and maybe even spam your social media accounts with just how much you're enjoying it. If you are, of course. Also, commenting and rating us on whatever platform you're downloading or streaming from is incredibly helpful to a little startup podcast like this one. On the other hand, if you are dissatisfied with your listening experience, please leave all of that hate on someone else's podcast. Just maybe to confuse them a little bit, right? But most of all, we hope you keep looking up and looking for the sunny side of life.